What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on all social platforms at Zan Morning. It's easy to get lost in the hobby, especially if you're involved in social media. You see people you know and respect flexing cool cards that you think, hey, I need one of those. Or maybe you're like me and you just like too many things. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to tell you about how I've narrowed my PC focus, how it has helped me immensely, and hopefully it can help you too. I want to help you save time, money, and energy on the things that just really aren't that important to you. But first, a few reminders of how you can help show your support for my content. The easiest thing you can do, and it's free, and it doesn't take any time, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Leave a review. That helps get the show in front of more people to help build the community out and the listener base. Tell a friend about the show. You can copy the link, send it to them in a text message on social media, tag me in it if you want. If you want more Wrestling Card Podcasts, Check out Worlds Collide, myself, Tony Vela from WrestlingTradingCards.com, talking about all things wrestling cards, bantering back and forth. We always have a good time. Those are released every Wednesday morning. You can search Worlds Collide Wrestling Card Podcast on all popular podcast platforms. And again, if you're digging what we're doing there, please subscribe to that as well. Make sure to check out the Wrestling With Cards YouTube channel, which is where all of this content creation for me started. Please subscribe to that as well. You're going to find a lot of cool videos there that aren't talked about here. Also, the Wrestling With Cards Patreon page for as little as $1 a month. That's right, $1. What can you get for a dollar these days? Well, probably some Junk Wax era sports cards. But for $1 a month, you can have your name in the credits of the videos. And there's other tiers that you can participate in to get exclusive content to watch and get involved with the show. Again, there are costs that go into producing content, so the Patreon page is designed to help compensate for that. Links also in the show notes for my eBay store, all my social platforms, and of course, donation links if you want to buy me a coffee. If you have consumed any of my content over the past couple years, you've seen my habits and my mindset literally all over the place. Continually evolving, you can see what I've been dabbling in from modern sports cards and prospecting. You've seen me talk about my Shaq and Dennis Rodman collections. I started a Machamp Pokemon collection. I was collecting Road Warriors cards, and I even pulled a page from the Bo Thompson of the Million Cubs project, and for whatever reason, I started hoarding Buffalo Bills cards, just like he's doing the Cubs cards. What in the world was I thinking by taking on so many projects? Not to mention all the money spent on this stuff. So over the past six months or so, I have really focused in on three key aspects of my PC, and I wanted to just talk about those today, explain my thought process behind them, and hopefully there's something you can take away from this, apply it to the way that you collect, and save you some time, money, and effort. So let's start with number one. Carrion, Killer, Cross, whatever you want to call them, Super Collection. You've seen it on social media. You've heard me talk about it on the videos and the podcasts. The Cross Super Collection has been one of the most fun things that I've done in the hobby in a long time. What started as a test to see if I could prospect wrestling cards has turned into a full-blown Super Collection. And many of you may be asking... Why am I still going after cards of someone that WWE cut? Someone that's not currently wrestling. Talk about a bad investment, Zan. Well, I could really care less about that part of my collection from a monetary or investment standpoint. I really connect with Cross's style and intensity with when it comes to wrestling. His YouTube videos he has been doing are amazing from a creative standpoint. 
and I can't wait to see how it relates to his new character going forward. But on the hobby end of things, I've been able to collect his cards at a fraction of the price of some of the other stuff that I'm into. And another thing that really struck a chord with me was listening to Chris from the Card Ladder team and the Crossover podcast. I highly recommend you guys go check out Card Ladder and the Crossover. But listening to Chris talk about his Christian McCaffrey collection and how fun it is trying to be the number one collector of a specific player. That's what I've done with this cross collection. Trying to be the best. Having fun doing it. Not to mention, I still believe in Cross's future in wrestling. Just because somebody isn't in WWE, it doesn't mean that they're a bad, quote, investment, or they don't still have a future, especially in 2022. Number two, 1982-83 Wrestling All-Stars. There's not much that needs to be said about why I love this set, but there are a few things I want to talk about with my collection specifically. First off is the fact that the majority of these cards are from Matt Cardona. Now, I bought some singles periodically and added them to the collection, so some of the cards have gotten mixed up, but predominantly most of these cards are from Matt Cardona. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to directly add value to the cards, but regardless, it's just a cool story that these cards came from the biggest babyface in GCW history. Remember how I'm always talking about the stories behind the cards? This is a prime example of that. Now, what exactly am I doing with this set? Well, it's going to probably be the only complete set that I keep. I am not a set collector whatsoever, but I have to make an exception for this one. It's just so iconic. There are so many names I connect with in this set. Sure, Hogan, Flair, Andre, you know, the big ones. But there's something I just really dig about the history of the 80s territories, and this wrestling card set really represents that. You've got Memphis, you've got World Class, Crockett, Mid-Atlantic, Houston, Portland, and the AWA, just to name a few of the promotions that are represented in this card set. So my plan is to get all of these graded by PSA eventually. I started out with the Hogan, and I was like, you know what, I've got this in a PSA slab, I'm just going to do the whole run. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not going to grade with HGA or another company at some other point, but specifically for this set, it's going to be PSA, just because that's where I started. I also have been trying to get as many of these signed as possible, and then just upgrading the cards as I see fit. Whether that means upgrading the grade of a card, or upgrading the cards themselves to an autographed version. Either way, it's something that I can be content with as is, so if I, if I got all the cards I have graded and they never got a better grade or I never got any more autograph copies, I'd still be content with what I currently have. But it also still gives me the option to chase upgrades. All the while being a good investment if I ever needed the money. But honestly, I don't see myself selling these anytime soon. Number three, random singles. I should specify random singles that I can relate to. So this is where I've given myself a little bit of flexibility within my PC while still having fun, but still having a connection and a reason behind what it is I'm buying or collecting. As I've said, I have a lot of interest. Plenty of wrestling, obviously, but I'm also a huge fan of the Punisher from the Marvel Universe. I love music, pop culture, random oddball relics, autographs. I could keep going on and on. But the thing here is I've gotten over the fact that just because I buy something to add to a PC doesn't mean I have to buy it all, doesn't mean I have to become a collector of that specific set person, athlete, etc. That's something that has always been a huge struggle for me, and I'm guessing it's just a personality trait that I have. But let me just give you some examples. If I want a Tom Brady card, I can go buy one. I don't have to have all of them or consider myself a Tom Brady collector. I can go out if I want and buy a Chevy Chase autograph card because I love Christmas vacation so much. Yeah, I can do that. But again, 
It doesn't mean I have to go crazy with everything that I can find of his out there. Deciding on adding one key piece to the collection that represents something important to me is enough for me. Another thing I like about being flexible with random singles is the fact that I can buy or sell whatever I feel like. I don't see myself selling any of the cross stuff or any of the all-star stuff anytime soon, but if I had to, maybe some of this stuff could go. Maybe some of this could be sold off or traded to then buy other things that are going to be coming into my PC or maybe to pay for some grading on some other cards. These singles are part of the portion of my ever-growing PC that combines investment, fun, and personal interest. So yeah, those are the three areas of my PC that I've been really laser focused on lately. Could that change? Sure. But I think for me, it's the perfect balance. I get the aspect of super collecting and just having fun with the cross stuff, trying to be the best. I have the historical investment stuff with the all-star set. And then I kind of get a combination of fun stuff, investment stuff, and with buying random singles. Focusing on these three areas of my PC has really helped me shut out the noise around me and just focus on having fun doing what I'm doing in my own lane. While I absolutely love seeing other people's awesome collections and cards, whether I am into that stuff or not, I no longer feel like I have FOMO or anything like that because I'm just so focused on what I'm doing. What is your PC focus? Let me know on social media. I'd love to hear it. And hopefully today's episode has kind of made you stop and think about the way you collect and, you know, focusing in on what it is that you like, what it is you want, shutting out the outside noise, but also being maybe flexible and understanding that it's okay if your tastes change as you progress in the hobby. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that subscribe button regardless of what platform you're listening to this on. Please leave a review. Tell a friend about the show. Don't forget to check out all of the links in the show notes to different ways you can find other things I'm involved with from a content perspective and ways you can show your support. Until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun. We'll see you.